When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, my talkers. Happy hump day. It's 4 o'clock and we're hanging out with Lori and Julia on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. And I think we're going to get to some Hollywood talk and maybe Ryan Gosling looking like a gem. Oh, my gosh. He covers GQ's new summer issue ahead of the release of what very well be the movie of the summer. That's Barbie, of course. And he's Ken, or rather a Ken doll. But uh, so the cover, he's wearing a pink denim long duster he's very much looks like uh, a yellowstone character combined with ken Uh, i mean (laughs) this photo uh shoot is so hot i if you just need something hot to look at on this hot day please i would agree i mean ryan ryan you know i didn't realize uh you know we just haven't seen him for so long for and he's been so private 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 and before last year's gray man we really it had been a few years between projects for ryan gosling so this gq profile is really rather good and he he didn't do big movie star roles. A lot of his work was sort of moody and esoteric and serious. And he was serious, Ryan Gosling. Well, after taking time off to be with Ava Mendez and their two young daughters, he's returned to the spotlight. And he, this interview is really rather good. I like this that he had to say. It took me, I don't know, 10 minutes to stop looking at the photos. But um, I was going to say, how'd you do are- <laughs> No, they're everything. They're everything. They're everything. They're so good. They're, yeah, they're, it's Ryan Gosling, Ken meets Yellowstone. It's so good. And mm-hmm. it's posted to the LoJ show yeah, page it's, if it's, you want to take a peek. You'll just yes. die. Yes. Mm-hmm. And basically, the gist of the story is he got over himself. Yeah. He got over himself. He's, he, he's told the GQ reporter, there's something about this Ken that really, I think, relates to that version of myself. Just like the guy that was putting on hammer pants and dancing at the mall and smelling like Dracor Noir and aqua netting bangs, I owe that kid a lot. I feel like I was very quick to distance myself from him when I started making more serious movies. But the reality is that, like, he's the reason I have everything. He said, um, he also tells off-Barbie critics who claim, he said, it's funny, um, this kind of clutching your pearls idea of hashtag not my Ken, like you ever thought about Ken before. He said, Ken's yeah. entire existence has been just enjoy the beach and not really exist for any other reason except being <laughs> Barbie's guy. And everyone was fine with that for him to have a job that is nothing. But suddenly it's like, no, we've cared about Ken all this time. No, you didn't. You never did. You never cared. Barbie never 
bleeped with Ken. That's the point. If you ever cared about Ken, you would know nobody cared about Ken. So your hypocrisy is exposed. And that's why his story must be told. That's funny. Beautiful. So it's a very, and you know what the sweetest thing he said about Ava Mendez? Do you know the, those two have not done a red carpet together They've, since? Since their one movie that they met up in like 2014. That is really? correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, Into the Woods or the something. The Place Beyond the, yeah, the Pines. Pines. It's the only red carpet they've ever walked mm-hmm. together, even during his La La Land Oscar run. She was never there. Hmm. Uh, doesn't seem like they're going to change it, but... Um, He'd said this, after I met Ava, I realized that I just didn't want to have kids without her. And we would pretend we were a family on the Pines movie, and I realized I don't want to pretend I want this for real. Oh, isn't that sweet? Uh, oh, my gosh. I love that. Yeah, and the, uh, the Ken critics, you never cared about Ken before, so just, you know, bleep off. He just found himself <laughs> laughing. He said, I care about this dude. I'm his representative. Uh, Ken couldn't show up to be here, so I'm here to get there, uh, you know, accept it for him. Anyway, the movie opens on July 21st. Architectural Digest did a whole spread on the Barbie sets of it because the set is unbelievable, <laughs> as we saw from that uh, yeah, trailer. This is going to be a fun movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was up at the cabin this weekend, I was asking, there's some, there's a, like a 12 year old. A 14-year-old, some girls in their 20s, you know, then older than that. And I'm like, how's everybody feel about the Barbie movie? Mm-hmm. Everybody's excited about it. And the main reason, because Greta is setting Barbie in Barbie World, which if you played with Barbies, you you were in Barbie World. And one girl goes, I had the convertible. I remember getting the convertible for well, a birthday serious. present. Yeah, and I then, really don't think... I got anything Barbie. I know my sister Gina had it all. You got your hand. The I, hand me I down think Barbies. I get everything hand me down. And, and Midge, I remember Midge coming around, and I feel like I would be Midge, <laughs> um, you know, or probably Ken. And then, um, but I or did Skipper. Your Skipper, Skipper was around. Skipper was around, but I feel like, um, you know, Chrissy grow your hair. Oh, yeah. was mm-hmm. kind of my girl because we could pull out her hair, and I always wanted to do hairstyles. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, I think that movie's just going to be a blast. So yeah, my mom has all of her Barbie stuff from not. when she was a kid. This oh is where gosh. you get this from, Grant. Yes, that's where I get it. And she has the Barbie like cardboard dollhouse from like the fifties or sixties. Oh. I can't remember. Well, what Barbie it is. was born in nineteen fifty nine, so then it must have been sixties, seventies. Yeah. But then she also has the blue Corvette from oh. the sixties. That was, and it's about the size of my mid, my my mm-hmm. you know, my whole midsection. Mm-hmm. And every time I'd want to take that thing out, she, no, you can't touch that. You can't touch right. that. But she still has, and she has all of her little clothes. And and my grandma would make like little suits for her because oh, they couldn't yeah. buy the stuff. Oh and, yeah, yeah. This is where I get my collecting from. My mom. You do <laughs> and. and I feel like my sister Gina had like this um, blue light baby blue case that was kind of rubber yes, yes. on the outside that you would enclose all your Barbies in. You would put everything yeah, in Yeah, I remember yes, yeah. that vividly. And I just, I loved putting her shoes on. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, loved, mm-hmm. I loved her shoes yeah, and putting fast. on the outfits and how many things. Yeah, they were, that was a big part of life playing dolls. Yeah. yeah and then I asked everyone, all the girls, they said, how long did everyone play with their Barbies? And everybody kind of whispered, sixth grade. Oh, 
sixth grade, you weren't as out loud about it as you were in mm-hmm. other grades, but still playing with them in sixth grade mm-hmm. and reluctantly kind of packing them away. I Once believe it was a birthday present high. for my children many times from your husband and my brothers. Uh, well into their 20s. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was they a probably thought they needed some energy. Uh-huh. There you go. Here's it's very funny. Uh-huh. I know it. Funny. All right, listen, it's time uh, for random thoughts, but do enjoy uh, Ryan it's, Gosling being so unserious and beautiful on the cover of GQ. It's quite, quite, un, quite a nice photo montage. Yes. Thank you, Grant. <laughs> All right, we'll be right back. Grant here for Hoffman Weber Construction. They're your hometown experts for over 30 years when it comes to exterior home siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Now, for a long time, Mike and the Hoffman Weber team had a show on Sundays here, and now they're back with a partnership with me, and I get to tell you all about the great stuff that they do there. Now, as I just said, they are your hometown experts when it comes to exterior home faceless. Now, this hot weather we've got coming in right now, it's going to be 90 tomorrow. That can spur up some very, very severe thunderstorm-type weather. And that can cause hail damage to your roof. Now, we all know that that can be a lengthy process dealing with insurance agents, picking out the right style, the right look, everything. But you know what? Hoffman Weber Construction and their sales team is there to guide you through the whole process. In fact, they have a beautiful showroom right in New Brighton off of 35W where you can check out what your home will look like. So don't be afraid to give them a call for any home exterior needs. Like again, siding, windows, roofing, doors, gutters, and even solar. Start out at HoffmanWeberConstruction.com for more information. You know, I saw this story the other day. Do you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right. Okay, here's a couple things. This is a really cool new program, and um, we talked about it yesterday briefly, but a lot of people are traveling this summer, and if you travel out of Terminal 2... The big, big travel time out of Terminal 2 where Sun Country and Southwest fly out of here are in the mornings from 3.45 a.m. to about 8 Mm a.m. And so um, MSP Airport has decided to test out a pilot um, program that allows people to actually skip the security line if you just make a reservation ahead of time. So it's called MSP Reserve. It just launched yesterday. Okay, It's only available out of Terminal 2. But you go to mspairport.com slash MSP reserve or slash security and you'll find out information about it. But what you're allowed to do is you can make a reservation for your entire traveling party up to 10 people as early as a week before your flight. Let's say you're flying out on Saturday morning. You're nervous because so many people are flying Mm -hmm. out. It's going to be so busy. You can reserve a time to go through security so you don't have to wait in the long line. This is MSP Airport. Terminal 2 is the only one offering this. But it allows you to get all that stress out when you're traveling if you don't have TSA pre-check. Yeah, appointments are available for that morning slot. Availability is limited, so reserve your spot early to get a time, and you can reserve it a week before you fly out, like you said. So it's called MSP Reserve. It's out of Terminal 2. And it just is a nice option for people who don't have TSA pre-check or clear. Yeah, so that is like, yeah, ahead. it's not for yeah. If you have TSA or clear, you you don't you don't need, need to, to use this. this. Yeah, but this it's is just for people, general passengers, right. and you know, a lot of times, like people that are flying on maybe a Sun Country or Southwest, Southwest, they might not travel enough to have TSA sure. make it be worth their while. I'm looking at it right now on the website. 
Easy. Easy to do. Easy. We know because we go to MSPAirport.com to book our travel ahead of time. You save money. You and get a QR no account co- registration or login required. You just select the date when you're leaving, the airline, the flight number, and the party size. And an email so they can send you your QR code. Easy. So, yeah. Easy. And mm-hmm. what a fun new option. This is mm-hmm. a pilot program. It's been tested for three months. Okay. And hopefully it works well at a terminal, too. I Just another little heads up. Sun Country is offering curbside check-in again out of terminal uh, two. Mm-hmm. And it starts tomorrow Good. for passengers taking domestic flights. There's three curbside check-in stations that'll be staffed from 5 a.m. to 8 a.m. and noon to 3, Thursday through Monday until September 1st. So there's your your airport update. All right, I like it. Okay, now this was bothering me today, and I know this is something you and Grant have had on your mind forever. Oh, I'm sure. What does Julia (laughs) do at 5 in the morning when she wakes up to watch the French Open? Okay. And why are they calling it Roland Garros instead of the French Open? So I just did a little work for us. Mm There, um, in tennis, um, I always called, there's four Grand Slams that are the major um, tournaments in a year. And um, they're called the Open, this is called the Open Era. And before 1968, tennis players who were paid to play tennis had to play in completely different tournaments than the amateurs who would play in the major tournaments, but they weren't paid. So the combined amateurs and professionals to play in the open area after 1968 in these four grand slams. And they are in 1968, it was the French open, the French championship, but now they always call it rolling Garros. I still call it the French open. I know, but they don't. And there's a reason for that. And then, um, so I just wanted to know why are we not calling it the French Open? Why do we call it Roland Garros? Well, and why or do we still call it the French Open and nobody but tennis people would call it Roland Garros because nobody knows what Roland Garros is. But I'm going to tell you. Okay. It's the name of a person who was never associated with the game of tennis. Makes so much sense. He was born in 1888. He was a pioneering French aviator and a fighter pilot during World War I. In 1913, he became the first person to fly over the Mediterranean He's also known as the world's um, first fighter ace. Aerial Club of America awarded Garros for his invention of an armored propeller for the fighter planes as well. And he was martyred in um, the World War I in 1918, a day ahead of his 30th birthday. So when the French people used to have a French tournament and they were decided they were going to make a big area for people to play, they needed a name for it. And they thought to honor Roland Garros, their hero, that's the name. Voila. So that's what it is. And Roland Garros has not been updated as much as like Wimbledon or the U.S. Open or the Australian Open where they play those in those um, stadiums. So Roland Garros is just starting to get a lot of work done. So anyway. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Anyways, it started on Sunday. It's two weeks and it's on clay. It's the premier clay court thing. And you wonder who is the richest person playing tennis right now? I don't know. Djokovic? Nadal? Jessica Pakula. Mm. Um, she's number three, and she's the top American player, and she's the richest tennis player in the world. She's from Buffalo, New York. Grant will know this. Um, you will. you will know. Oh, he know. Because um, he'll know Pakula Sports and Entertainment. They own Buffalo Sabres. Oh, the Buffalo Sabres. And yeah. they also own the, the Buffalo team. Bills. Oh, yeah, the oh. hockey and football team. Yes, and wow. those are her parents. Okay. Oh, oh, that's And she is cool. the richest person, richer than Serena, Federer, blah, blah, blah. I was gonna say, yeah. People aren't even playing. Based on family money alone. Yes. If, you, yeah. if you're going to own an NFL team, you got to be a billionaire. Yeah. $6.7 There you go. Wow. Yeah. So there's just a little <laughs> tennis thing. And she wow. is playing in every event. Women's singles, women's doubles, and mixed doubles. There. There's your update. That's truly on the paying, tennis playing, channel. That's truly playing for the fun of the game, not for the money. That's for sure. I know. Well, you'd have the luxury of being able to do that. The luxury of being able to do that. Yeah. Very well I know. So. so anyway, I just thought because I it's bugging me why they always call it Roland Garros instead of the French Open. Yeah, so now we know. There you go. Now we know. Okay. So do you want to know about cotton candy Oreos? Do you remember the last time they swung around in 2014? Or 15? I feel like we might have had them. We used to do this before cheat day Fridays on Clean mm-hmm. and Bradley. We used to always, I used to bring in crap all the time. You'd go to Target and then and I got lazy. Look at the cookie aisle and see and then what I got was lazy. happening. Well, Oreo would come out with like a new flavor every there for day. a while, like every yeah. week. Yeah. I think, was it a white cookie? Was it, it was a white, a white cookie yes. with oh. the um, pink, a double layer of side candy. pink yeah. and blue cotton candy between two golden Oreos. For me, the best invention after the regular regular Oreo is the lemon. The thin lemons. Yeah, those, are those really thin good. lemons are to die for. Mm-hmm. So those are coming back You can on June 5th if you are an Oreo lover and want to get them. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Okay, I don't know about this. You guys may have. But do you know if you leave your sunglasses on your dash in your car? It's very bad for them. It is? I, yeah. Well, listen to this, Grant. Oh. Okay. So mm-hmm. if you leave your sunglasses on the dashboard... And maybe they have um, metal mirrors or something. Oh, they they burn, are, yeah. it's like, what is that thing you it's used a magnifying to, glass. Thank you, that yeah. you used to put over bugs and try to burn them as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> um, not anymore, I'm sure it's politically incorrect. <laughs> but anyway, they act as a magnifying glass in your car and burn through dashes, burn through steering wheels. Wow. I didn't know that. I, I didn't make sense. You can misshape the glasses if they're prescription. Uh-huh. It's just not a good way of storing your glasses, yeah, setting I, them there. I did thought- you ever find yours? I did. Okay, what suitcase oh. were there? Because Lori, since she got back, she didn't unpack from Hawaii. I know it. I <laughs> I can't even remember where I found them. Oh, we, I'm glad the mystery was solved. Yeah. You tried. Oh, they were in my glove box. In oh, my car. Stop. In a case. Because <laughs> I brought that. them. I was going to have them. I was going to... They have them tightened up, ah, and then I forgot, adjusted. and there then I just left them there. And so Casey on Saturday, when we were driving up to Ely, he's like, oh, here's some sunglasses. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. That's we so, found them. That's yeah, so that's funny. That's a fun little, fun little Of course find. they're in a glove box in the car. In of container. course they are. Of course they are. Of course they are. All right, so now this is something 
I had a big conversation with another um, gal this weekend who has a cabin. Mm-hmm. So people come up and, oh, are we out of time? Oh, mm-hmm. darn. Look at Lori. Yeah, oh, darn. It was going to be a good one. I'm going to oh, do it later. I'm sure. I'm going to save it for tomorrow. Save it for tomorrow. <laughs> to piggyback off of your sunglasses, I saw a video of TikTok recently where a mom removed the mirror from the car that would the kids would look at into the car seat because right? the right angle of the sun would then start burning holes in her seats. Well, there you so go. So the little mirror yeah. that like the kids use to look at themselves. Mirrors are dangerous. Mm-hmm. I, I'm glad you told me about the sunglasses one. I'm never leaving mine out again. There you go. All right, everybody. Um, you know how much we love Learning Rx, and um, we know you will too. Learning Rx is different than tutoring. It's one-on-one brain training that gets to the root cause of why you would need tutoring. That's um, right. Why you're not picking up reading. Why you can't be organized. Why you can't stay on top of, you know, math. Um, problems because your 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 short-term memory is shot or long ones you're always having to relearn everything every day but learning rx has a one hour assessment that literally gets to the root cause in the cognitive part of your loved one's brain of what is not performing where it could be and then they address it yeah think of it as like you're going and working one-on-one with a personal trainer and it's fun the people who do it enjoy it and the kids or the adults that are doing the training also enjoy it. It makes it fun. And listen, when summer's a perfect trouble, time. Yeah, when you're having trouble learning, this is what you want to do. 952-949-6900. That's uh, Niall Horan. We'll be giving away tickets. Uh, people, sometime during our show today, he's going to be at the Excel next summer, 7724. Where are you going to be? Yeah, tickets go on sale <laughs> on Friday, but uh, he does have some good music out. Well, we have some breaking news. We have actually two oh. breaking news what? story. Danny, Completely different. Yeah, very different. Danny Masterson uh, from that 70s show was just found guilty of two counts of rape in the retrial. <laughs> After the jury was deadlocked in the first, they um, wow. he was tried for a second time over charges that he had raped three women at his Hollywood home in the early 2000s. And the jury deliberated for more than a week before wow. reaching the verdict. Yep. Jurors convicted him of assaulting two of the three victims, but were unable to reach a verdict on the allegation against the actor's former girlfriend. Okay. And uh, jurors in the first trial that deadlocked in November, uh, but in the second trial, the judge allowed more evidence to be heard, including the important testimony that Masterson drugged his victims before sexually assaulting them. And that was left out of the first trial. Uh Wow. I know. Those of us who've gone to the school of law and order you know you can't have that kind of evidence no he was led from the courtroom in handcuffs yes he faces up to 30 years in prison Mm -hmm. wow Mm -hmm. while the church of scientology was not a defendant in the case the three women alleged that church officials and followers of church and scientology had played a part in discouraging them from reporting danny masterson who is a prominent member Leah Remini uh, was also earlier this month quite, uh, you know, upset about, like, why... Doesn't anyone cover this? Yes. It's very important. Why do we cover all this other stuff and no one is talking about this? And the women were silenced by church officials. Like, uh, you know, uh, because most of his victims have been members Mm. of the Church of Scientology. Mm -mm. And that makes sense. Because the church, the church, and I say church in quotation, tells rape victims 
rape isn't rape. You caused this. And above all, you can't go to law enforcement. So talk mm-hmm. about, you know. Mm-hmm. So he will be sentenced at a later date and could face between 45 years and life. I didn't prison. know the drugging thing, Lori. We did not know that. Before. Yes, we have did always we, known know about that. The Priscilla, Lisa Marie Presley gave a deposition That's right. for this case last November. The judge ruled it hearsay, but at the time she was a member of the Church in Scientology and she admitted her part with at least one of these women to discourage the victim from going forward and, you know, like, she felt terrible about yeah. it. Right, but right, she, right. they ruled it hearsay. But, yes, we oh. have known that that was his M.O., is slipping them something in their drink and then them waking up and hurting everywhere. Oh. Yeah. Terrible. It's just. Yeah. So um, wow. the focus was placed this time on the drugging of the women and each of the women, including a prior bad act witness who testified she met Masterson at a party in 2000, um, testified that she got very sick after drinking a drink that he brought her. Mm -hmm. And um, so anyway, that's kind of, you know, I'm I'm glad that, that, uh, because it is just unbelievable that Scientology says rape isn't rape, you caused it, and don't go to law enforcement. Right. Let us handle right. it. That's just That's unbelievable. Big, this is a big darn Would deal. they do this with murder? No. 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 Well, where's Shelly? Where, where is Shelly? Damn it. Oh, wow. I know it. Then the other. Yeah, what do we got? Else? Then the other news for one night only. It's already been filmed. Don't make me sing the song. Uh, one the, night only. The one sex night in the only. city universe will be whole again. Variety has learned that Kim Cattrall <sighs> will reprise her iconic role as Samantha Jones. In the season two finale of Just Like That. Um, <laughs> but she will only appear in one scene, according to sources. Cottrell shot her dialogue on March 22nd in New York City without seeing her speaking with the stars of the series, including SJP and the showrunner, Michael Patrick King. In the scene, Samantha, who's moved, uh, who in the show has moved to London, will have a phone conversation with Carrie Bradshaw and if you remember in the first season of In Just Like That, Carrie engaged with an estranged Samantha yes. over text. Yes. And in the finale, the two made a plan to see each other in order to reconcile. Uh, Patricia Field, the famed Sex in the City costume designer, who has not been working on Just Like That, dressed Kim Cattrall for this scene. And a rep for Cattrall didn't respond to Variety. Uh, HBO didn't respond and her appearance is Samantha, you know, it's just any return for f- from her is... It's everything. It's everything. Because she and, really, it, and it's opening a door that's that right. you might have always thought was going to be closed. I mean, she's the publicist that put sex she in is. sex in the city. Don't forget that. She, she showed everything. Do you think this is a, a feeble attempt or whatever the word I'm looking for to try to bring back this, the, the, the excitement well, behind it? Well, it doesn't. I mean... Does it do it for you? 
Yeah, it's important. It is. It's just important because she was. She was all. She was, she was, she was a big part yeah, of it. Yeah, and and she I was think the sex. Yeah, and sex. And I city. think they asked like Michael Patrick King and um, SJP if they ever saw any scenario that she would be back, and they all said mm-hmm. no after mm-hmm. this kind of blow up thing. I mean, but yeah, they had a very time, public yeah. time heals everything. Though is that's all I'm going to say. They didn't film together. Right? She didn't see Carrie. Right. That's key. She didn't see that SJP. Paid a, dot, a lot of money. Yeah, she didn't see Michael Patrick King. She got Patricia Fields to dress her. So if it is a scene where they're together, you might see someone, but it'll be from behind wearing the same dress potentially, or it's a video conference it, type scene. No, or? it's a phone call. Oh, it's a phone call. It's you phone did, call. Oh, okay, and we right. will see it in August is when the finale because the show comes back June twenty second. Oh, but wow. Cottrell's scenes as Samantha won't air until that last uh, episode in August. Cool. Wow. Yeah, and just like that, <laughs> she's Samantha back. Jones okay. is back. <laughs> okay, Lori, this is exciting news. That's it cool. It is. It is. All right, now on just another little breaking news thing, not even on the same level. Yeah, but um, the remember how we said this is the summer of the women traveling and doing the concerts. Yes. Okay, so Pitbull, Ricky Martin, and Ricky Iglesias are going to embark on the trilogy North American tour starting ah. in the fall. Yeah. That sounds fun. That's gonna be I mean, you just saw Pitbull. I love fair. Pitbull. And you've seen Enrique, and, and I've Ricky. seen Enrique. Mm-hmm. Ricky sounds fun, I bet. I have never seen Ricky Martin. Neither have I. But I bet I you missed he's... his residency in Las Vegas, which... A true residency. It was a true residency. <laughs> he was there for like five months after Cher was done. He came in to when they redid the MGM Park, and he had a yeah. residency for five months. I, I like the idea of this three... That's a great combo. It's yeah, the it trilogy, too. I'm just looking to see if it's going to be here. Should be. I would imagine. I don't see it here. They're only doing 19 cities, Vegas, Seattle. No. Oh, well. It's not. It's Detroit. It's not even. I I don't even. Not even Chicago. I see Chicago. Okay. I was going to say, we could probably get down to United. Well, I don't know if they're going to get the United Center. That's quite a big ring. Okay. Wow, fun All right. trio. Mm-hmm. Road trip, Las Vegas, Lori. Mm-hmm. Well, that's not a road trip. That's a plane trip. That's a plane trip. <laughs> that's a plane trip. Oh, I'm, I am very, I'm very happy for those women in the Danny Masterson mm-hmm. case because that's a long yes. time. And they had so much evidence of the church squelching it and trying to get them to e-meter their way out of it. I mean, it was just e-meter. really, really, really bad. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm waiting to hear from Leah Remini or Tony Otega from the Underground He doesn't market. have it yet on his, on his yeah. thing. Um, because there was like real fear but i guess that the judge allowed because that seems crazy to me that a person who's accused of rape and has this history of drugging women like that they would say yeah that's not admissible it, it really is how, how, yeah how can you not and well, scientology because scientology is so powerful yeah but scary. scientology yeah. also was very much dismissed the judge like don't mention scientology i mean that's the key the two key things, how he got away with doing this. And, you know, he's married to Bijou Phillips. I know. I, and these crimes go married? back to the early 2000s. Yes, they do. Um, yeah, they showed up arm in arm in court today. Oh. She's probably pretty. Well, pretty he, she oh. left alone. Well, yes, yeah, she did leave Because alone. he left in. in That's uh, right. He's yeah. in L.A. County Jail. Mm-hmm. Facing his new you, reality. How can you stand by somebody? She's a Scientologist, too. Oh, there you go. Yeah. She's brainwashed, too. Okay. Yeah, that makes exactly. Sense. There you go. All, All right. right. There you go. Listen. You're we'll, in the no- There you go. You're in the know. Uh, when we get back, <laughs> we're going to Hollywood speak editing, NDAs, and crossing picket lines. 
night. <laughs> All right, everybody. We, you know how much we love David at First Equity Mortgage and his team and how smart they are to help you with whatever you need in mortgages. You know, um, maybe, you know, just some different things are coming up. You want to add on to your home. You want to remodel. You want to downsize. You want to upsize. You like you look like well. Bar- me- Barbara Corcoran was on for um, on ABC this morning talking about uh, real estate. Yeah, she said, "Listen, you know, if you find the house that you want, you find the house that you want. You can always refinance. You you can, and that right. is something that she's like. If you you don't people don't pass up a house that you really want because that is an option." This is how mortgages and it goes up and it goes, and it goes down. down. And I remember, like, um, I was seven percent buying my first house or something. Yes. Someone we talked to this week was fifteen. I mean, this is it, there's a cycle, yeah. but you're right, Lori. Yes. You get what you want. David and his team will help you out. Seven six three two five one eight thousand or my talk keyword David. Okay, uh, writers strike news. Kim Kardashian gets low grades for crossing the picket line at American Horror Story Hamptons. You know, she's well, she's filming it along with all these other people who have also crossed the picket line. I'm just going to say, yeah, uh, she is doing her job like everyone else because it's in filming, Laurie. So much for Kim, woman of the people. Well, listen, Uh, I mean, let's talk about who else is in this thing who showed up. American Horror Story Hamptons? I don't know. What could the horror be? The price of groceries, the traffic that's backed up on that highway? We already know about this. This is Ryan Murphy. Yeah. So it's and already written. It's already written. And other people are, I, I'm not going to, I can't diss her on this one at all, all, right, all right. because other people are crossing it. She wouldn't do it unless other people were there. Well, uh, what they want people to do is they want people to acknowledge. Yes. They want people that are going to film something that's already written to acknowledge the strikers when they go. Wave, you mean? Yeah, wave, okay. do something, get out. Hey, how are you guys, you know, say something like that. Because you know what's happening, you know, a lot of actors, SAG, next weekend, they voted to go on strike. I think their union, yeah, their contract yeah. is up the 7th or 9th. And I think, I think it's working. They are stopping, like they stopped filming on Billions. Yes, and they just stopped filming Unstoppable with Jennifer Lopez, the one that's Ben mm-hmm. Affleck and Matt Damon's company about the right. wrestler. This just came out. So I agree with what you're saying, but there are a lot of projects that also are written and done that are being stopping in stopping. solidarity yes. with the writers. Yes. So I think that, yes, Kim shouldn't have. But she gets whole, a low grade for me. I, she I, gets a low grade for me. I'm sure she'd still have her part and her role if she wouldn't have gone to film. I'm. It's an American horror story that she's even in it, unless she's playing herself, because I don't <laughs> know how she could play anything but herself. Yeah. Okay. Um, Aisha Curry, who is married to Steph Curry from the Warriors. Mm-hmm. Golden State. She... Um, she appeared on the Red Table Talk, or what did you call it? The Red the Table Red Tablecloth. The Red Tablecloth. I, I did today. I'm like, Lori, there's this good story about the Red Tablecloth. But this was, this was... She appeared on the show back in 2019. With Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. She and her mother-in-law and her sisters-in-law um, appeared on re- the Red Table Talk. And she said it was, quote-unquote, edited Edited in a way that made me sound crazy. It's not what I said. The context was weird. I took that one personally, how they did it. How they did it. And the comment was, 
she claimed to be insecure because men don't hit on her like they do the other wives and girlfriends. Oh, of, the wa- wags, kind of like wags, when she was yeah. dating the basketball and before she they were married. Was like, I didn't say that. Right. It was edited to make me look that way. And um, it got a lot of backlash. Yep. And she's just speaking out now and she regrets that she ever went on that show. Right. And it made her step even further back. Right. Because she was embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Well, the her, red her cookbook hit the stands after you know she that's what yeah, she was she was promoting. promoting a cookbook sweet july was the yes. name of her cookbook and um anyway it just made her step back because she was just like i just couldn't believe that how they that, treated me that that would be yeah. that ruthless in yeah. that format yeah facebook live yeah and you feel imagine the editing that went on in the jada and will entanglement talk I wonder if he got to see it before. <laughs> right. I wonder if he got to see any of it. I wonder if those two are talking. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Jada and Will. Yeah. No, I. Editing can ruin people. And when you're on a talk show, I feel like you shouldn't edit anything but the real thing. It's an interview. Editing it is for a, reality TV shows. Yeah. Editing is for movies and things like that. It, when you're having a conversation and having an interview with someone, you can omit some information because it, maybe it's too long, but it sounds like there was a little intent in there. That yeah. backfired. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Lily Rose Depp, you know, her show, The Idol with uh, The Weeknd or uh-huh. Abel Tesfaye. Uh-huh. Starts on Sunday uh-huh. on HBO. And not excited. And um, you're going to be watching it, and so is Grant. I am going to watch I, it. I know you are. I, I don't even it, want to. It looks too dark for it me. I'm going to so try it, but I don't know. I don't like that that kind of. Lori loves trashy dark. Mm. Yeah, She'll I'll watch totally, it. I'll try it. I'm mm-hmm. going to try it. But you can do anything. Yeah. She, you watch Chris Jenner's talk show for six weeks. Oh, that was. You just, watch I Bethany Franklin's talk watch, show. I hate watch those shows. I, I know. Well, you can almost do any trash TV. I can. And she I really, hate watch just like that. Her very, you know, her level is way higher <laughs> than I hope Kim Kardashian got paid a million dollars. So of course she did. Aisle. So do for I. For one minute. Of course she did. Because it's all over. <laughs> it's bringing an excitement back to it that we have had because all we think is che we i know how much we hate watched the season last year that there was one good episode (laughs) charlotte's daughter gets her period it was the only relatable funny thing we'll see what happens this year i'm I'm ready i'm ready so lily rose up making the rounds and she Mm -hmm. was on extra Okay, I love it because that's where everyone's having to go because there's no talk shows. Yeah, and that, extra you know, entertainment tonight, oh, yeah. access Hollywood, yeah. insane. Oh, yeah. It's good for all the entertainment shows. Yes, and she was asked. Um, I forget who was interviewing her. Uh, it wasn't the girl with the raspy voice. That, okay, okay, but it was the other gal, and she said, "Is this? Are you basically playing Britney Spears?" What? I like because it's a pop singer who has a mental breakdown. Sure. Oh. <gasps> you know, who would ask that? A good entertainment wow. reporter, Julia, who's seen maybe the trailer and she said no, it's not based on anyone in particular. We're definitely not trying to tell anyone's story. There were a lot of people that I was inspired by for this role. Some that were pop stars, some were that that were not. And she added, she was inspired by Sharon Stone and Jean Tierney. Okay. 
And then extra showed a clip of Sharon Stone's character in Basic Instinct and then crossing she, her legs. They right? did not show a picture of Jean Tierney because I believe she is a 50s movie star that, you know, I don't even know how Lily Rose Depp knew to reference Jean Tierney. I, I feel like, are you sure? Because I feel like Jean Tierney is, all right. I, I think so. I feel Greg like, can Google her and it's T-I-E. R-N-E-Y. I, I feel, feel like, like she was a starlet and something tragic happened to her career All right. in Hollywood. Uh, and Jean with G-E-N-E. Yep, G-E-N-E. I got it. I'm looking it up. So I'm just like, okay, Sharon Stone. I'm not sure. I'm like, Lily. I think Lily needs Lily to get needs a story. Here. Well, first of all, that Jean Turney reference... No one's going to get, so it's not going to matter. And how did Lily Rose? I mean, maybe she's an old movie fan. Well, I'm sure she is because she's from a quirky family. Yeah, I guess so. But anyway, and then Sharon Stone. That did nothing for it. It really did. I'm just saying it was all lost in translation. It might have almost been better. She said, well, you know, it, I we are looking at what happens to pop stars in the music That world. would be way better. Yeah. Do you know, did you find out who Jean was? Yeah, well, she's a legend. I mean, she's an actress, born, she died in, in 1991 at the age of 70. She's an actress uh, from years active from 1938 to 64 and then from 69 to 80. Um, she looked like Vivian Lee. She was a go. great beauty. I, you know, she All was right, like, I see her. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was beautiful. Very, very beautiful. And I don't know what Awards. happened to her like she was in the ghost oh, of mrs. mrs muir yeah, yeah. Like, wasn't there a tv show about that the ghost yeah. of mrs mm-hmm. muir i feel like that was something mm-hmm. she was in heaven can wait it was oh, a the original okay yeah. oh yeah she's really pretty but she had a tragic life you we need to ask chris Hewitt well about yeah. here it is the true this could be a um vintage a vintage yeah, yeah. I mean, it says she passed away from emphysema. Yeah, but I I feel like something happened to her with her career. Like, she was going to be bigger, a bigger star than maybe what she was. She, the collapse of her marriage. Yeah. It was an... Bogey, Humphrey Bogart. He tried to help her emotional state. mm -hmm. He counseled her. Yeah. She got the wrong kind of help, and she got shock treatments that impaired her memory. Mm. And then made it hard to be an actor. Yes. I mean, and she, yeah, was, oh, she's, yeah. she's quite a story. So I'm just like, okay, so the Gene Tierney one may be a better reference based on everything, the little bit we know of the idol. All I know is I don't want to watch go. it. You don't? <laughs> no. Try it. Sample it. It's your sure. job. Just like <laughs> tonight, watch Vanderpump Rules reunion oh. part two. Watch it. Watch it, Julia. For the I'm not, love if of I'm our home, show. I don't think it, for the love of you our show. You they come up with three questions and let Brittany just roll. No. Not everybody <laughs> watches that thing, but she'll want to talk Julia, about it. Julia, everybody knows about that thing. There are two kinds of people. You either know about it or you just know about it. Or or there's three. No. no. Or you know about it and you don't care about it. <laughs> yeah. That, I'm but in that still, third one. But you Me still too. know about it. I'm in that So you still know about it. That's how entrenched it's gotten. So you can say you don't know anything, but yet you do know somewhat. Oh, gosh. You recognize <laughs> All right, it. fine. All right, fine. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Three questions. We'll be back. <laughs>